Jack Smith really puts the dick in indictment. <laughs> I know it's I know it's indictment, but it should be indictment because that Jack Smith is a real dicked. <laughs> What's up? This is Marquet saves the republic. I, you know what? It's tough to joke at a time like this, folks, because we've got. I mean, our republic sure, clearly, clearly is in bigger danger than we've ever than we've ever than we've ever thought. And I'll tell you exactly why here in just a minute as we delve into what is now the third Donald Trump indictment that we've covered. Gosh, this year, usually you, typically you only cover one indictment of a former president. Or actually, you don't ever cover an indictment of a former president because none of them have ever been indicted. But now we've got not one, not two, but three. And we're waiting, of course, on number four. That one won't come out until while well, Joe Biden and or his son are implicated in some other terrible crime. And we can prove that, too. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Listen, before we get into the news of the day, I'm going to need I got an ask here. I, usually I have a usually I sit here and I tell. But tonight I'm asking. I got invited. You know, I get invited to speak a lot. And there's a lot of uh, conservative organizations, a lot of um, events. They have big audiences. They need somebody to come out and entertain. Uh, sometimes I'm emceeing, giving a keynote. It's really what I love to do. You know, a lot of people say, you must love your job. And I do. But what I really love is I love public speaking. I love getting on stage. The, the You know, the live crowd, when you tell a joke and it's funny and they laugh, there's that energy. When you say something and it's 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 just dramatic and they gasp you like you can feed off of it uh it really it kind of really you know I, it's something that i've always enjoyed i've always been good at and something that i want to continue to do more and more of and i got invited to speak at this event but it's not your typical conservatives are great democrats are bad kind of event it's not the kind of thing where i would get up and tell stories about being on the radio and make jokes about joe biden being old and tripping over himself and do a john fetterman routine and then you know like leave to just raucous applause it's not just 45 minutes of conservative standup, which is what I typically do. Um, it's more of a of an instructional kind of event for entrepreneurs and marketers and influencers and things like that who happen to be conservative. And so they had they said, hey, look, you've been able to you've been able to uh, build a show. You've been able to uh, you know write books and sell products and create this business as a conservative and you've got a really, really strong online following. And that's really treacherous. A lot of folks are having trouble with that or they're, they're not sure how to reconcile their conservative views in a cancel culture society. They don't want to get, they don't want their business to go under because they've been doxxed online. They're not really sure what to do when their Facebook account gets shut down or when their YouTube account gets shut down or they get demonetized. And I've had experience with all of those. <laughs> I've had experience with all of those things. I mean, ever since I started this conservative radio show back in 2017, I've been demonetized on YouTube. I've had my Facebook account shut down, locked out. I've been kicked off of TikTok like four times. Those damn, those Chinese spies want to spy on every American except for me. I know what's wrong with me. Why don't you want to spy on me, Chinese people? But, uh, you know, whatever, that's fine. And then most recently I was kicked off of LinkedIn. I don't know if I ever told you that, but LinkedIn... LinkedIn, which is a business networking site, it's a place where like-minded business people can go and network with each other and, you know, do business with each other. And apparently I'm too conservative to even be allowed to do business with people in the United States of America, according to LinkedIn. So, yeah, I have some expertise about this, but I'm not really sure exactly. I've never really spoken about this to a crowd. I've never put together a presentation or, you know, a 45 minute keynote on the subject. I know I can do it. But what I'm curious about is if you are a business owner, small business owner, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're self-employed, maybe you're an influencer or a podcaster or whatever. I don't know. I mean, again, I, I know we have a lot of people that listen to this show every day. I'm not sure what you guys do, but you must find yourself maybe 
in uh, in the same kind of boat. So my question to you is, I've put together a survey. You can find it at markk.com. www, very important, www.markk.com, M-A-R-K-K-A-Y-E.com. And if you go there, it's like six questions, I think, maybe seven, six or seven. They're easy. One of them is your name. So let's just say it's six questions. Um, but it's just, you know, hey, if I were on stage as a as a conservative business, as a capitalist, let's just say that as a conservative capitalist in the United States of America, if you could hear me talk about one thing or ask me a question or if I could help you with any one thing, what is it you think that I could help you with or what what part of my my uh, my marketing expertise or my conservative business acumen or I don't even know what you would call it. Would you want to pick my brain about Again, given that opportunity, and I, and that's gonna, I'm just gonna accumulate all the answers I can and, and try to put together some kind of great presentation for this group, and that would help me a lot. So if you listen to the show, if you follow, if you're retired, don't worry about it. I know we have a lot of retired people who listen to the show. If you're an employee and maybe you want to do your own thing, maybe you work for the man and you're like, f the man, the man sucks. I want my, I'm gonna do my own thing. Um, and you're conservative and you're and you've got some questions. Let me know. Just go to www dot mark k.com www.markk.com the www is important otherwise i think you're going to go to my main site and you've already been there a bajillion times um and just let me know and then i'll put together this and uh, i'll put together this this thing and I'll, I'll i'll see how it goes and i would appreciate um you know just a couple minutes of your time if you have the time to do that uh all right good let's get back to donald trump shall we because you know it's funny uh, we were talking to jason miller yesterday jason miller senior campaign advisor to donald trump and if you missed his interview i'm gonna put that up this weekend because it was amazing he was a great guy he had a lot of fun things to say he really gave us some great insight into donald trump's campaign and um and you know we we've we've known him for a while and he's just always a pleasure to talk to and so informative um so i'll do a special weekend edition of marquee saves the republic with the full jason miller interview for you to listen to and enjoy. But we were joking about, I was like joking, but he was in his car and I go, what are you doing later? He's like, well, I mean, we may have an indictment coming down later today, at least one. So I got to be out the ready. And I was like, oh yeah, you probably have a couple cell phones and they're going to start ringing at any, any moment. He goes, you, you're not lying. That's exactly what happens. Um, and then sure enough, I went to dinner with my mother yesterday because I hadn't seen her in a while. So I took her out, got her a Caesar salad. I had a lobster roll myself. And um, she started, she was like, how are things going? What's going on with Donald Trump? Why is he getting indicted? What's going to, you know, and I was telling her the story. I said, it's, uh, it's funny. He's probably going to get indicted later tonight or tomorrow. And then, uh, and then she went to the bathroom and I checked my phone and lo and behold, right there on the Drudge Report, Donald Trump indicted again for January 6th. Donald Trump indicted in DC, Jack Smith to speak in moments. And I was just like, God, what a, what is even, ha I mean, it's so. It's so like clockwork. In fact, it's so like clockwork that you can set your clock to it. Let me tell you what I mean by that. I saw this uh, Don Jr. tweeted this out yesterday or X'd it out on June 7th. OK, on June 7th, the FBI released the documents to Congress alleging the Bidens took a 10 million dollar bribe from Burisma. That was June 7th. The FBI gave Congress that report, that 1023 document with the FBI whistleblower saying Burisma paid Joe Biden and Hunter Biden five million each. The very next day, Jack Smith indicted Donald Trump in the Mar-a-Lago docs case. Not even 24 hours later. That was June 7th. The FBI handed over the memo. June 8th, Donald Trump was indicted for the first time. Fast forward to July 26th. Hunter Biden goes to court and rejects the sweetheart plea deal after it was revealed the DOJ tried to give him blanket immunity from future prosecutions. 
the very next day, Jack Smith added more charges, four more charges, to the Trump Mar-a-Lago case, bringing the total to 40. July 31st, this was just a couple days ago, Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies to Congress that Joe Biden was on over 20 calls with his son's business partners and that Burisma execs pressured them to fire the prosecutor. The very next day, Jack Smith indicts Trump again for January 6th. It's not even, they ain't even hiding it anymore. They're not even hiding the weaponization. And that's why this one is dangerous. They used to, they used to try to play off like, no, we're just playing by the rules. No, Donald Trump's a criminal. We're just doing some investigating. When they raided Mar-a-Lago the way they've never raided a president's home before, they tried to play it off as we are concerned about the country and there's sensitive documents and there's defense department, yada, yada. That was all BS. That was all the weaponization of the government. And we saw how that happened. We saw how they demanded the cameras be turned off. We saw how they kicked out the lawyers. We saw how there was a, a, a debate between the local authorities and the, and the national authorities and how Washington, D.C. came in and kicked out the West Palm Beach branch of the FBI or the Miami branch of the FBI and said, no, we're doing this because they were sent as foot soldiers for Joe Biden. We saw all of that. Well, then we saw these other two indictments come down, and now it's so blatant, it's so out in the open, everybody really understands what's going on. Everybody knows that Joe Biden and Merrick Garland are using Jack Smith and Christopher Ray and all the other schlubs. They're using all of them to attack, to indict, to imprison, to stop Donald Trump in any way, shape, or form that they can. And now they're not even hiding it anymore. It's a joke. It's a mockery. They're in there going, well... Devin Archer's testifying, so go ahead and get that indictment ready to go. We're going to need that tomorrow. Get the media ready to go. We're going to drop it like it's hot. It's so predictable at this point that it's tough to hide, and they're not even hiding it because they know. They know that they've been they've been caught. They know that people, we know what they're doing. We know They know that there's only one person that can stop them, and that's why they continue to attack. I mean, it, just because you know why somebody's fighting you or just because... The, you know, the mask has been taken off. It doesn't mean that they're not, they're going to give up their quest. They're just going to fight harder. And now that they're fighting out in the open, it's going to get, it's probably going to get even worse. They don't have to hide anymore. Everybody knows Joe Biden's a criminal. Everybody knows Joe Biden bribed people and accepted bribes and Joe Biden's compromised, not just by China, but by Ukraine. I mean, why there, who knows what other information they have in Ukraine? Who knows what other documents or emails or witnesses there are ready to testify against Joe Biden in Ukraine. It's probably why they're getting all this help. I mean, if you think about it, wouldn't it be a crazy conspiracy theory? And again, I'm not, listen, I'm not, I know it's not conspiracy theory Thursday, but wouldn't it be a crazy conspiracy theory if uh, Vladimir Zelensky continued to allow Russian troops to invade his country or uh, so that he could get support from Joe Biden because he knows Joe Biden's compromised and he can prove it. I mean, there's all sorts of unanswered questions that the Republicans have to get to. And of course, they need a distraction on the left. So they just indict Donald Trump over and over and over again. These charges, by the way, I was reading through them. And again, I'm no lawyer. Yes, I was waitlisted by one of the finest law schools in the country, but I never actually I never actually got in and I never actually I never actually won. But uh, the, some of these charges, I was reading through them. And again, like I said, it's the four count indictment. The third criminal case against Trump provided deeper insight into a dark moment that has already been the subject of exhaustive federal investigations. Yada, 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 yada. Where's the. Uh, all right, here we go. 
The attack on our nation's capital on January 6th, says Jack Smith, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. It was fueled by lies, lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock fun function of the U.S. government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. The Trump campaign called the charges fake and asked why it took two and a half years to bring them. Now, again, these are both great points. If there's an election and somebody says, I don't believe this election was done fairly. I believe that the other side cheated. I believe that the other side is acting uh, in, not in the best interest of the country, but in the best interest of themselves. I believe that there were shenanigans afoot. I believe that a lot of these election laws and the way the ballots were collected and harvested and counted were uh, unconstitutional and illegally changed. I believe all of that. If you believe all of that, you're allowed to believe it. And if you say it, you're allowed to say it. This whole, this whole issue, it's a freedom of speech issue. Does Donald Trump have the right to say an election is fake? Yes, he does. Does Donald Trump have the right to say an election is uh, is illegal or has been cheat or Joe Biden is a cheater? Absolutely, you can. It is not against the law to say somebody cheated. And even if somebody, even if everybody else comes to you and says there's no proof, there's no proof, there's no proof, you can till your dying day say I believe this was fake. I believe somebody cheated. I believe I've been done wrong. That is not a that is not against the law. You can you can say to somebody to a lawyer. Hey, the Constitution says this. Can we not interpret it to mean this? Let's talk to Mike Pence. Let's tell Mike Pence that the, the, we believe the interpretation of the Constitution is this way. To interpret the Constitution differently from somebody else is not against the law. It is a difference of opinion. It is your belief pattern. And what these January 6 charges are all about is about Donald Trump's differing belief pattern from Joe Biden's. Donald Trump didn't believe the election was legit. He didn't believe it was on the up and up. He believed Joe Biden was a crook. I'm going to be honest with you. I believe Joe Biden's a crook, too. A lot of people will believe Joe Biden's a crook, and now we have proof of it. So if Joe Biden is going to bribe and lie and cheat and steal money from Ukraine and Russia and China, and if he's going to use his power and influence to get what he wants from all of these other countries, why wouldn't he use his power and influence to get what he wants here at home? Why wouldn't he use his power and influence to keep his power and influence so he can continue to profit off of it? I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. If you want to look at motive for rigging an election, Joe Biden had it. Donald Trump didn't need to rig an election. Donald Trump didn't need to cheat. Donald Trump had 75 million votes, more votes than any other Republican president in history. Joe Biden, who didn't campaign, Joe Biden, who didn't go out and rally, Joe Biden, who sat in a basement, Joe Biden, who did absolutely nothing, and Joe Biden, who really didn't even want to be president, only did it out of necessity, got 81 million? That doesn't seem legit to me at all. But if you say that something is is off. If you say that something stinks, if you say that a crime has been committed and somebody in the Justice Department or the White House or the DOJ or the FBI or anywhere else disagrees with you, they won't just say, dude, you're crazy. Shut up. They'll indict you and try to throw you in prison for the rest of your life. That's exactly that's exactly what's happening here. Now, one would think that in a regular legitimate uh, in society, a democracy, um, you know, it wouldn't be a problem. This goes to court. The judge hears the case. The jury hears the case. They go, this is dumb. Uh, no crime has been committed. Nobody's going to jail. Goodbye. Don't waste our time. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the District of Columbia, a very heavy liberal district. We're talking about a judge who was not only appointed by Barack Obama, but gave, donated to the Barack Obama campaign 
has see, heard January 6th cases in the past and has been very strict with January 6th uh, defendants because she lib. She's one of those crazy Obama left-wing lunatic liberals who's there to use her power on the bench, again, not to do her job, not to protect democracy, not to rule about what is just and unjust, but to, and this is the, this is the, the, uh, this is the ringing narrative in the Joe Biden campaign, use her power and influence to target, attack, and punish people who disagree with her. She is another Democrat, an institutionalized Democrat, a card-carrying Obama acolyte who is using her power, given to her by the Democrats, to weaponize the Justice Department against those who disagree with her and her party. And Donald Trump is uh, is the kingpin in that. So, the look, the indictment comes down. I guess he's, he's in court tomorrow. Uh, but this is, they need to get a change of venue. They need to get a change of judge. They need to do something because this is going to be an unfair battle from the get-go. I mean, it's all unfair. But this one's going to be the most unfair. And again, I believe that's a good, I believe that's a big reason Jack uh, Smith is doing this. Jack Smith went down to Florida and he indicted Donald Trump on 37 counts. And then he realized, eh, probably Florida is not the best place to do it because we got Judge Aileen Cannon, who loves Donald Trump, who's working to protect Donald Trump, who people say is, is a MAGA, you know, Republican. And it's, I'm not going to get a fair shake down there. They move it to Fort Pierce. It's even more conservative. Then he adds four more charges because he realizes the first 36 are dumb. Now he's like, you know what? I don't think that's going to work. I think that these guys going to walk or she's going to throw the case out. Nothing's going to come of it. I got to get I got to get the craziest, most left wing Obama loving Trump hating judge I can find. And I got to do it quick. So he went back to D.C., went back to this judge, went back to the January 6th case. And that's why this indictment's coming down now. Again, all of this is designed to line up right in order with the primary so that Donald Trump his campaign, his election, his you know, everything he's doing to try to win in 2024 will be disrupted and interfered with. This is all. And he's, he said it before. He'll say it again. It's all election interference. It's unconstitutional. It's unjust. It's un-American. And it, the Democrats don't care. Not only do they not care, but they are cheering it on. And that is why the country is in such bad shape. Uh, anyway, we'll have more on that, a lot more on this today. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. So whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about. Um, like I said, that's coming up here uh, at noon Eastern, 11 Central on the Mark K Show. You can listen to it on one of our Katriot Radio Network radio stations. You can um, you can uh, also stream it on Twitch or Twitter or, I'm sorry, X, any of those other, Rumble. We're all over the place. Um, we'd love to see you live commenting. And then, like I said, if you, if you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast or followed this podcast or done anything with these podcasts, do it, man. Do it because not only do we bring it to you daily, but like I said, this weekend, I'm going to have that special edition with Jason Miller, uh, the insight into the Donald Trump campaign. He's a senior campaign advisor to the president, and he had some really great stuff to say. So if you missed it, you can hear it again this weekend. Um, so like I said, follow, share, like, share, do whatever you can. Make sure you're getting this information every single day. Make sure you're listening every single day for the news, the info, the inspiration, the guidance. So that we all can stick together, stay focused, stay strong, stay optimistic, stay faithful, that we will destroy all of these evil elements coming from the left, all of these evil elements trying to destroy not just the Republican Party and its candidate, but also uh, the United States of America, because it's up to us. We're the ones that were put in charge. We're the ones that were put in place. We're the ones who have to save the republic.